0: The following podcast is part of the Club Kayfabe creative community. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch at CKCC Online for more great content just like this.
1: Welcome to episode 37 of the Jay Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, Jay Bunny. Well, guys, you know how I always say that, you know, I have feelers out for an episode or I might have something booked, but I'm not going to talk about it until it's actually done. This is one of those things where I <laughs> th- this interview for this episode of the podcast, I interviewed CJ Pierce from Drowning Pool. Uh I tried to get CJ on the show 2 years ago and it it just didn't end up working out and this is the first time the band has been back to the area since and i was finally able to get it to happen uh i'm i'm really you know this uh out of all of the the questions i've written all the interviews i've done uh, you know i started this show a little over 2 years ago this was the 10th set of questions i wrote and i didn't get to use them till now i was very excited to finally uh, get this interview, talk to CJ. He was a great dude. All the guys in Drowning Pool were great guys. Uh, thank you to my friend Papa Large for, uh, you know, he's friends with those guys for the introduction and for helping me set this up. And uh, I also want to thank CJ. Ah, fuck it, I'll do that. I'll I'll thank him for, for this thing later in the show. I can't wait to, for you guys to hear this interview. Without further ado, here's CJ. Alright, what's up everybody? It's Jay Bunny. I am standing outside and across the street from the Debonair Music Hall in Teaneck, New Jersey, and I'm here with CJ Pierce from Drowning Pool. How's it going, CJ? It's going great, man. Alright, man. So, uh, I first became aware of you guys around the same time as everybody else, 2001, 2002, when the song Bodies was fucking everywhere. I even got to see you guys on the OzFest in 2002.
0: Tell me about yeah. that time in the band's history, the early... Uh, dude, that was such an exciting time. You know, we, we uh, Mike, Louis, my drummer, and I moved um, to Dallas in 1996 from New Orleans. Because um, the, the scene was happening, you know, Pantera you know, was kicking ass in Dallas. And um, New Orleans was mostly jazz and blues and you know, there was a death metal scene yeah. going on. So Mike and I went to Dallas, got together with Stevie and got with Dave. And, um, you know, we, we kind of built it like a good four years just working hard, playing just the whole regionally all over Texas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana, and um, you know we just started doing great on the music, on the, on the local scene. We started selling out. You know the Curtain Club was a, a big place for us to start in trees, and then next thing you know the song came out, and it just went from you know zero to a hundred just like that. Right, and right, it's, right. It's not normal what happened, and I'm so grateful and forever appreciative how like that song just took off, you know just yeah. like i was just, you know we got a case of beer and sat in a room and just wrote this song but i remember first time we played it um live and my mom was at the show she's like i like this body song it's pretty cool right like <laughs> mom likes it i guess it's good it worked <laughs> yeah very exciting time man when we, when we took off especially um doing Ozfest. another cool thing with that you know we were the first band to go on the first show was in chicago and they had the gates the doors inside 10 we play at 10 in the morning and they wasn't ready setting up everything and they're like you got to go on stage so we can see the gates, and we see all the people, and we started playing, and we were like three songs into it with nobody in front of us, and they open up the gates, and all these people come running up to the stage just because they go into Osvest. Who the fuck is this band? And then we play bodies, and everyone went ape shit. Yeah. And it was just that's just how it started, man. It was fucking amazing. That's <laughs> excellent, dude. Now, unfortunately,
1: your original singer, Dave Williams, passed away during the 2002 Ozfest. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you guys decided to continue on, but was there ever a point where you had considered letting the band end with
0: Dave? No, there was never a point where we wanted. Dave was such an amazing guy, and he loved our music. Um, you know, unfortunately, he passed away from cardiomyopathy of the left ventricle. It's, it's heart disease. Right. Um, my brother-in-law passed away from the same thing when he was 26. It's just one of those things that happen, man. You know, I know it's on tour, and people always assume the worst, and, you know, I do the same thing like i everybody else fan guy dies on tours probably on drugs if anybody's on dies on tours if i die on tours it's gonna be from drugs i'm just gonna tell you right now <laughs> i'm probably like motherfucker man <laughs> i'm just gonna let you know disclaimer but uh no dave had heart disease but you know there was never a point that we you know mike and steven ourselves and you know we've been playing together we've been friends for years um before we even you know got with dave yeah right and i right. he was the kind of do that i know he wanted us to keep on keeping on like don Dy would would say you got to keep on keeping right, right and uh, right. it was hard to get past it um it's been a few years we've gone through you know a few singers and changes um to, to finally get to where we needed to be I mean here we're now with Jason Moreno and here we're now you know finishing up the third record he's been in the band the longest and uh, we're solid we play more shows with jason and and uh you know we had great times with Ryan you know and great times yeah. with uh, Jason gong Jones and, and good records with them but um you know it's like anything like with a relationship we got you know you, you date a few people and you find the right one right, 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 right. <laughs> so with
1: you know with those singer changes from dave to jason jones and then jason jones to ryan
0: and then ryan to jason moreno did you guys ever get discouraged like fuck again yeah, like, i gotta change singers the, the thing that, that that's been discouraging is just the business side of things um we've been on three different labels and and, and numerous managers and lawyers and freaking lawsuits and, and, and all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes uh, that, that part can bring you down. But um, I love music, we love music, man. I'm very passionate about it. And uh, you know, the, the the cool thing about being with different singers, is it's like, I write how I write and then, you know, Jason Gong Jones sang a certain way. So then you write how you write and kind of work with what he's, yeah. you know, able to do. And same thing with Ryan, you know, he kind of takes you and, and kind of makes you write a little different than you would outside the box because he had his strong points the way he sang. Right. And then now with Jason Moreno, Jesus, like his his range is so wide. We did something new on the on the new record that I've never done before, because Jason uh, he has other projects he sang with and he, he sings great and in different keys. So what we did on this record is we, um, which each song, and everybody was patient in the band. I thank them for it. Like let's take a song and just try it in every key. I usually write in drop B or drop C, but um, so it's like let's do it in E, let's do it in drop D, let's do it in drop C. So there's five different tunings on the new record, because per song, like especially with Jason whatever, it's like he just comes across stronger in certain keys for the song with what it's about or just how it's you know written. Right. So I'm glad that we took the time to do it and focus on his strong points, because dude can get up there high. So we have yeah, a couple yeah. of songs, like I said, in an E and drop D instead of the low stuff. Uh, so it was fun to do that, man. I feel like we just have the widest range now than ever before. Now- were
1: there any songs when you guys, at, at any of the singer changes where it's like, all right, well, we got to we gotta take this one out or we can put this one in now? Like, was there any anyth- anything like that? Or was it sort um, of from from the beginning, like, all right, this is this is our catalog. This is what you got to know. This is what you got to do.
0: Um, it's, it's weird. When we did singer changes, like, after, you know, David passed away, Mike and Stevie and myself wrote a bunch of songs before we got Jason. Uh, and then the same thing when we went in um, with Ryan, you know, it's like, it kind of made us write more you know lyrics and music and singing you know us three getting in with them but you know this thing it's like this you know you want the singer to come up there and and sing how he wants to sing and and, and say what he has to say so we uh jason has all that freedom in his band we all put in on it but um no with every record cycle you know i write a lot of music and and some songs have to sit on the back burner you know kind of simmer for a little while till they come out um and some stuff works and some stuff doesn't so like every five songs all right like one of them is gonna you know work for what we're doing
1: Okay. and I don't want to keep... Dwell. We're not going to dwell on this the whole time, but uh, you guys have been pretty adamant that despite the singer changes, you wouldn't change the band's name. Has there been any pressure ever from... I mean, I'm sure that there have been fans and stuff, but any pressure from, like, management or whatever, like, you, know, you guys got to
0: change it up now? There's never been any 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 pressure or anything about the name change. I mean, you know, pulls like, you know, it's like it's like our name. It's like, yeah. you know, if somebody in your family passes away because they was like a brother, you don't go change your last name. That's kind of how we looked at it. It's like... You know, we started Drown Pool, we still play pretty much almost every song off the center record um, every night on top of all the new stuff anyway. So it's just, that's who we are. It's like, you know, and if anything, it's just more of a, a, a bigger family now that we've had other singers come in. That's what it's all about, man. It's a big fucking party. It's a family right, show. Man. <laughs> and, and so actually, uh, Mike, you were talking,
1: I get some friends standing in the background here. You, were, you mentioned before the, the song, The Man Without Fear, Yes. And so what I had wanted to ask about that was you guys recorded that in 2003 uh, after Dave passed and before you guys had found Jason Jones. And so you recorded it with Rob Zombie. Right. What was it like, first of all, to work with Rob Zombie on that song?
0: Uh, man, Rob Zombie is awesome, dude. We, we got to tour with him a few different times. And, uh, him and Sherry, they're just so great. Uh, and they seem like family, too. It was um, We had written, I think, five or six songs, um, and we were still looking for singers. And, and that just happened to be right place, right time. People in the business and that movie coming out. You know, wind up had a lot to do with that, to hook it up as well. Uh, it was fun working with him, man. He got in and did his thing, man. You know, he's just it's just fun to watch, watch him work. And, and It was a great experience. And, yeah, man, you said that tonight. And I started playing the riff. <laughs> see if the yeah. other guys would chime in. Because yeah. we do this every now and then. I like, was going to ask, call too. it songs. We'll play them, you know. Call it something in the catalog. But <laughs> we haven't played Man Without Fear. We, we never played it with Jason uh, Moreno. So he would have kind of been there like, I don't know what to do here. I would have <laughs> had to
1: have jumped up on there,
0: man. Yeah, have, yeah, you guys clap, have you guys played that live in the past? We played it live with, uh, with Jason Gong Jones on, on one tour. Okay. So we have played it live um, back then. But, yeah, you have to look it up. We didn't do it a lot, um, but we did it. I love that song. I love that riff. So, it's a pumped up. It pumped um, you up, man. I'm gonna just, like I'm saying, telling you, man, I'm just gonna have to, like, I guess, do a little side, you know, the CJ Pool playing all the songs that we don't play. <laughs> <laughs> because I love them all. Or, or, like, like 311, man, they'll play, like, six hour shows on on 311. Like, let's just play our whole freaking catalog. We'll all be dead at the end of the night, but whatever. We're gonna play for six hours straight so we can play all the songs. Let's have a festival and it's just you guys yeah, and everybody else. Yeah, and play all the tunes, play everything fuck yeah so in
1: 2014 you guys re-released sinner on the uh unlucky 13th anniversary edition what led you guys to decide to to release it at such a instead of Uh, like 10th or 15th why'd you yeah everybody
0: does like a 10 year 20 we are going to do stuff the 20 year anniversary is coming up soon um in 2021 i have a lot of special things i want to do with that i have so so much video with dave williams i want to do another dvd and we have we still have a handful of songs Um, Rehearsal room tapes, but I'm still gonna put it in my studio and make them sound as clean as I can But the thing with that is uh, Dave's favorite number was 13 He always wore these uh, Unlucky 13 shirts Mm -hmm. Lucky 13, Unlucky 13 um, is what we called it That was just his number So we wanted to do it then Also um, I got the old Dat tapes from our our first demo that we did The Pill Demo with Dave And I had dumped those in in Pro Tools and then remixed them And uh, that was like, you know Part of the, the package yeah, with it, yeah, yeah. which was fun for me but it was also kind of creepy because i'm three o'clock in the morning in my studio and it's quiet and i'm going through the stuff and you no, know, in between takes like you can hear you know people cool. talking on the mics and like i hear dave whispering in the background he's so like oh take the cans out I'm like <laughs> Fuck, you in the house i'm getting haunted uh, but it was cool man uh again all, all good times um all great memories, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Great. You guys something had a couple like of unreleased tracks on it,
0: too. We had a couple of unreleased tracks on that, and I still uh, saved one or two for uh, something special on 2021, man, to put some more stuff out there. All right. Uh, we did some really fun stuff. We we did a couple of covers in, in rehearsal just for fun, and we did um, a Beatles song, too, that I have, and I have a pretty decent take, a decent enough take. I think I want to put that out there as well. Um, but that's, you know, I'm putting that starting to get that together now um, for all the, you know, you know original, hardcore, um channel fans all right well that's great i mean that's two years away but i can't Two now years can't away, away. Well, <laughs> let's put this new record out first and we'll get to that i, I
1: hate to bump in your thing do you mind if i ask you quick questions yeah, yeah. man do you ever think about doing something for desensitized
0: or is that oh desensitized yeah gotta man try. i love that record and again it was a weird time you know because we would get you know i know but i just it. was wondering if you're going to do anything. Like any extra stuff from that you would ever put out there? Or um, any extra stuff from that? Anniversary I think we the, stuff for that album? We could win as, uh, when was it 2004? And I think it was, yeah. So, 15. what year is this? 20, this okay. Will this would be fifteen years. years. This be fifteen yeah. years. Well, fuck. Why didn't we think about that? Why'd you call me, man? Oh, damn it. We got three months to get it done. Yeah. Dude, what you need to see is the behind-the-scenes footage of us, uh, you know, filming Step Up video. God. So many it? naked women running around. All day. all three days I saw it. at a mansion. I was like, dude. Nah. It was hard. That video. We were. I'm not gonna lie. We were partying the whole time we were doing that. <laughs> I was wasted. I'm not gonna lie. Man. Partying my ass off. Uh, I'm pretty good sure. I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure if I if I remember correctly, and it was a long time ago, but if I remember correctly, you guys had the the debut of that on on Headbangers Ball, and I remember being somewhere, and I'm like fuck, I gotta get home so I can watch this new drowning because this is yeah. you know before YouTube and all that shit, I had to watch fucking music videos on the television, <laughs> but I remember like you know rushing home to make sure to be able to watch it. So. You mentioned also before before we turned the recorder on that you guys have recorded songs for WWE, including Rise Up for SmackDown and The Game for Triple H. Yeah. And they've also used Bodies for their
0: ECW show and some pay-per-views. How did that relationship with the WWE come about? Uh, man, it started, you know, everything kind of hit at once. We were doing the Oz Fest, um, and there was WrestleMania 18, um, and a lot of that uh, back in the day with, um, with Wind Up and our management back then. Um helped out with all that stuff and just everything kind of lined up for us and we got in with wrestling which we love that's just kind of like the, you know a style of, of music i guess you know the yeah, wrestling yeah, yeah, I love of yeah. mma my, my girl's a bjj fighter you know she's she's got gold medals at the house man it's awesome so i'm all about it and i'm going to continue to write stuff like that in that mind frame like there's a new song on the new record like i was telling you guys called choke that's kind of got that you know mma you know, wrestling vibe too. Right? So yeah, it. So uh, hopefully, we can get on board with that again. And hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll I mean, use tri- that for Triple something.
1: H is who, who's you know, sort of high up in management at WWE now. He's a big metal fan. Yeah, man, so. he came
0: out and you know on stage. He was so huge. I don't know if you saw the yeah, the, saw uh, the, the video, video of him when he comes out behind Dave and he just grabs him. Yeah, and hugs him. And bear hugs he's him. just like a huge guy. Yeah, I, so he was cool as
1: hell, man. I to say, I remember a friend of mine back in high school saw you guys on tour. I think it was the Jägermeister tour, and I think that it was at the WWE the world in New York yeah. City and he
0: said Triple H like came out came and out shit. dude that was uh, that's a monumental show, show? So I'll never forget yeah that <laughs> that was an awesome awesome night
1: that was that was before unfortunately before my time of going to concerts oh
0: yeah what, that's what keeps on. what year is this oh that's why my knees hurt no, was, oh, <laughs> my, my dad was oh you're gonna die in a mosh pit you can't nah. go and I just stopped I stopped
1: asking permission just started fucking going
0: dude we toured Slipknot and I, I was still going out in the pit and I was I got really need to fuck up and I almost couldn't play the next day so everybody's like you gotta stop jumping in the pit especially in slipknot pit every because it was every night we we're touring with them yeah, yeah so dude. every night I'm just getting beat up beat up and I come <laughs> limping on stage like all right maybe I'll need to lay off a little bit till the tour is over
1: <laughs> so uh, the band Iced Earth which has been through a lot of lineup changes had released an album called Days of Purgatory which is a re-recording of classic songs with their current lineup Anthrax yeah. and Exodus have also done the same thing and i was just wondering if you guys had ever considered maybe you know now that as, as we mentioned you know jason moreno he's he's now the
0: longest tenure drowning pool singer yeah. doesn't look like he's going anywhere like have you guys considered you know doing that oh we talk about it all the time and we sit in the room and, and we we hit on a lot of different cover tunes and um we, we always talk about it especially Iron Maiden. like jason can sing the hell out of some Iron Maiden. No, i meant like re-recording it, old drowning pool oh re-recording old the... stuff yeah you know, we had talked about doing that too and um you know, d- different band members have different views on that. I-, I like the idea of doing it because we have it with Jason. But at the same time, it's like um, some people want to, uh, you know, want to just keep it. I don't know how it is. And yeah, pure, yeah. But, that's fair. But why not? I mean, we do play a lot of the old stuff live, obviously, with them. And we do. We have a live record we did. It's another thing that just pisses me off. So we played in Russia. We did the store at P.O.D. Mm-hmm. And it's this badass fucking video this huge place. And I get all the tracks and I mix it. I want to put out... This DVD and and live record, you know, of us with Jason, which he's doing like, you know, all the old songs yeah, on yeah, it, yeah. and it's so killer. And we just and it's just sitting in my house, and we just have it. Oh, I just have it there. <laughs> I hate myself for right? put <laughs> it out, man. Yeah, we <laughs> can we okay. have to talk and walk because they're, they're kicking us out the venue? Okay. We'll, but we'll answer a few more questions. Yeah, I got, on the way oh, over, we got man, a man, couple else. left. Yeah, yeah, these, yeah. They're like, where's the keys to the car?
1: Yeah, that, you know what? I wanted to, right to I wanted to tell you to maybe leave them because that happened when I was. Uh, interviewing the singer from 9 Electric the same thing happened he had oh, the fucking yeah. keys the band is texting him like where's the fucking key they're oh, like yeah. man, stop Alex
0: Electric's great man I love this dude man <laughs> oh, um,
1: he's an awesome singer. yeah man I fucking love Ron he's a great dude so you touched on it a little bit before about you know you guys have been a bunch of different labels and stuff how do you feel about the current state of where the music industry is right now it, it's, especially it's especially, especially where like you know like CD sales are dead people don't even buy music anymore they do the Spotify thing right you know. Yeah,
0: they're because uh, it's not the same with the streaming and stuff. It's, it's basically yeah, like you said, it's all free music. I want people to hear our music and get it. And, and I love the fact that you know people still come to the shows and, and, and rock out with us. I want to get the music out there, but it, you know it does take time to write it. it. Takes time and money to record it, especially if you want want to do it right and get it done. But uh, we've been on three different labels, and you know we have a fan base. So I'm kind of pushing it towards like. Let's just stay independent. We've been independent the last three years. I think it's great to have labels. You still need labels. I think start band, bands are starting up. They need a label to get out there. And I also think you know, there's a lot of good spots with bands that have been on labels to continue. You know, especially with big bands, to keep things going. So we're kind of in between right now. I mean, we have all these great songs. We do them all ourselves. You heard some of it. Yeah, yeah. It's never sounded better. Uh, so I'm fifty-fifty, man. I like to. I like to stay independent. But at some of the guys in the band, you know, we want to. Let some labels hear it and shop it and see what they have to say and see what they have to offer. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we all want. To, I just want to get the music out there first and foremost. Whether you, you pay for it or get it free, but it, you know, it t- takes time and money to make it. It's one of those things. So, I, you know, I'm not looking like I live in a mansion, and I don't. You know, I have a two-bedroom apartment and a car, man. Like. But it's not about that. Music is my passion and I want people to hear it. Podcast of the hair, maybe
1: you want to tell me about like the rave braids you used to have. Oh uh, yeah, that's I still have I, those I, at the house, man. I, yeah, that's what they were
0: telling me. When I first met you, I was like, man, this guy looks so cool. Like you were yeah. it
1: was Birch Hill up in uh, Old Bridge, New Jersey. Is it Birch Hill
0: with, with Seven Dust or was it with uh No, it was stir. it was
1: um no no it was um taproot non point pressure oh, four okay, five and you that yeah El Nino. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But, yeah I was um, just at Dave Shabari's house. I'm still really good friends with Dave Shabari oh, nice, nice. yeah. I may made, I may made, do a song with them on the new El Nino record you know yes. say in May yeah, yeah alright I'm all gonna kinda, do it alright I'm I mean, gonna do, all do it that's kind of El Nino or with El Nino yeah he's got a, a kind of a new lineup I was just say that's um, kind of
1: the, have they sorted that yet or is that still up the air it's still Legal being sorted stuff. and I
0: love all those dudes and I love Christian and his voice um, but I think they're just trying to move forward I think they're kind of having a situation like that where it's like they want to keep going and moving forward and and mm-hmm. some people are kind of holding back, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I heard all the new stuff that they're doing. It yeah, sounds I heard that amazing. that one song they put out. I mean, Actually, I like I like everybody yeah. that's in that band. I mean, I also
1: the uh, it's I'm great man. Drowning Pool El Nino has been one of my favorite bands since high school. So freaking love El Nino. You know, either whichever way it goes, you know, it's just it's always sad to see, you know. Yeah, I hate to see that And
0: stuff Especially like, when it's Acrimonious Mom like that Mom and Dad Why are you getting divorced You know It's just But it's It's, it's how it happens and, and you know Good things happen I mean like You know when, uh, They had uh, Dave Navarro Do the One Chili Peppers record I thought yeah. that was great too Because he has his style And he brought something fun to it I still listen to that record You know John Frusciante Is still one of my, my favorites But you know As a fan Same thing with Allison Chains You know the, the new singer the guy to have now is freaking amazing yeah. and they still play all the old songs that they kill I just saw them a few weeks ago so just keep an open mind as a fan like you know yeah, yeah. It just you know yeah that's not Lane yes this is not Dave Williams but it's it's something you know new to the table we're still doing what you want to hear what you've heard yeah, yeah, and Jason's killing it but we also you know let's hear something new that's that's you know, it doesn't have to be great, just don't suck. Right, That's what right, I tell right, her. I right, Tell I right. my brother. You ain't gotta be the best, just don't suck. Give me something good, man. <laughs> so so you guys played here
1: at, at, in Teaneck tonight. The last time I saw you guys in Jersey was about two years ago at the Wellmont Theatre in Montclair. Yeah. You guys were on tour with Scott Stapp and Trapped. Yeah, and, that was a fun tour, man. Uh, at Alita's Way. Um, i was just wondering what you guys have been up to because I mentioned to you earlier, until I saw this date get announced, I hadn't heard anything about Drowning Pulling Wild. What have you guys been up to the last two years? Uh,
0: we've been playing, man. We we play all the time. We play like every weekend, all over But so We do a lot of stuff overseas, you know, we're in between records and touring, so like, but yeah, we're staying busy, man. We've been staying non-stop busy. We're always playing, but... I guess we haven't been in the spotlight, if you will. Right, right. But we will hear soon. All these songs are done, pretty much done. So well, that's really
1: the up. last thing I want to ask you. You've talked a lot about this new record. You played a little bit of it. Do you guys have like a target date as to when that might
0: come out? or um, We don't have an exact date on when it's going to come out. But um, it's still, uh, like I said, so we finished mixing it up. And uh, we want to figure out which way we want to... Um, present it to everybody and like which avenue we want to take business-wise because it is a different world with the music business nowadays right um we want to do the best thing we can do to get the song out to every the songs out to everyone to hear it so just trying to make the right business decisions now that we have everything else lined up man and you guys are still you know obviously this is not just a one-off you guys are also on tour currently um yeah no we're just doing weekend stuff in between you know working on music during the week and on the weekends we pop out and just play you know all over the country and again we've been doing a lot of stuff overseas a lot but, yeah, we're always constantly playing, man. We never, like, you know, we never go more than, like, two weeks without doing some shows. Cool, man.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for, for your time, for being on the show.
0: And, yeah, man, uh, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to, to see you guys again. I've been a fan for fucking ever. Awesome,
0: man. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. Yeah, man. have a good one.
2: Good.
1: And from the album Hallelujah, that was Drowning Pool with We Are the Devil. I want to thank CJ for being on the show. The other thing I uh, mentioned earlier that I want to thank him for is uh, CJ made mention a few times in the interview uh, of their new record, which is not out yet. Uh, They haven't, as as we said at the end, they don't really have a target date for it yet. But uh, before we started the interview, I got to hear two songs from it. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, that song "Choke" that he mentioned—we were talking about wrestling and MMA—was one of the songs he played. It was so fucking badass, and as was the other as was the other track I got to hear, and I can't wait for it to come out. Uh, I know a lot of people when bands change members or whatever, they may fall off or whatever, but Drowning Pool is still as awesome as ever, and uh, if you guys haven't listened to them in a while, you should. Uh, you can find them on social media on Facebook and Twitter at Drowning Pool and on Instagram at Drowning Pool Official. You can also find CJ on Facebook at CJ Pierce Official. I also want to thank uh, Dan Barnes, Papa Large, for again helping me set this up. And I also want to thank uh, Mike Stewart for his uh, question about the possible anniversary edition of the second album. Actually, I actually had just met Mike that night, but he's a, or I might have met Mike before, but I think that we finally had a conversation for the first time that night he was an awesome dude and uh look forward to seeing him around shows in the future and again thank you for the contribution um if you guys want to follow J Bunny's music hub on social media you can find us on facebook twitter instagram patreon uh if you believe in supporting music the way that i do by buying it then you can follow industry embers on facebook and twitter and use the hashtag buymusic, B-U-Y, or it's buymusic, B-Y-E, to post or tweet about any of your music purchases. As for what's next, I'm not really sure. There's, uh, I don't know if I'm getting anybody from the New York Renaissance Fair this year. The season is almost over, and I haven't I haven't found anybody new yet at the New York Renaissance Fair that I'd be interested in interviewing. But we'll see. There's still two weeks left. That might change. If not, I've got emails out. I've got feelers out, as always. I had mentioned in uh, some past episodes about uh, an attempt to set up J Bunny Fest, and we're about a month away from when that would have been. Didn't end up working out right now, but it's still something that I'm hoping to do in the future. And when I have more information for you guys, I will definitely get it out there. But for now, that's that's on hold while I can uh, get that going. Uh, it's not going to work out for October, but hopefully, we'll do it another time. So I'm going to leave you guys today with a song from the first drowning pool album. But it's not Bodies. Everybody's heard Bodies. I mean, probably everybody's heard most of that first drowning pool record. But I'm going to leave you guys with one of my favorite songs from the first drowning pool record, Sinner. This is Tear Away. Until next time, guys. <laughs>
2: Can't seem to make them stay